This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio, Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hello, this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio, where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews. Again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday.
Good morning. This is Craig on KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio here in Laguna Beach having a beautiful uh, overcast rainbow. Uh, I have a guest this morning. How about that? We'll get to the guest in just a minute, but I have to get through our regular our regular news information, which I know everyone wants to know right off the bat. Um, uh, what is the weather? Because sometimes, sometimes that's all we want to know is what the weather is because the rest of the stuff is uh, stuff we don't really want to know. You know, sometimes the days are just like that. So we'll, without any further ado, the, the 62 degrees will be the high today in Laguna Beach. Uh, partly cloudy, uh, winds about 5 to 10 and humidity keeps us youthful and uh, ever effervescent at 79%. So, yeah, enjoy the day. Uh, let's look at the week ahead here. We have, um, oh, it's a little cooler. It's June gloom in uh, April. <laughs> so it's it, the high is going to be in the 50s and low 60s. So it's not going to be real warm, a little rainy towards the end of the week. So uh, cloudy, partly cloudy. You know it usually burns off by afternoon, but it's not exactly beach weather like it was, I say, last week. But, you know, we here in Laguna Beach, we're rugged and we're tough and we will we will survive. <laughs> so um, I do have a couple of announcements to make. Laguna Beach Pride is really working hard. We do have an event on the 17th of June. That is a Saturday after the Fête de la Musique, which is a, uh, if you're not familiar with that, here in Laguna Beach. That's every year and it is about the sister cities. It's all about music and local artists perform in downtown Laguna and it's kind of a walking tour kind of thing. Uh, you listen to music from uh, other countries and our local artists and we share it across the continent, around the globe and everywhere. But that goes on to about five or six and then we have I Am What I Am. Now, if anyone has uh, watched... Um, the, the, the birdcage, or prior to that, it was uh, La Caja Fall, which I really love La Caja Fall. And there was a stage place. It, it, they first started in New York, La, Ca, the, La Caja Fall. Uh, and, but the main theater, uh, or I guess movie production, was Nathan Lane and Robin Williams, which a lot of people have, have seen, uh, The Birdcage. And the, the theme song for the stage play, though, was I Am What I Am. I am a person. I, I am... Who I am, I'm created the way I am, I'm honest with myself, and I'm proud of who I am. And that's what the message is. So with that, and with all the other crap, I have to say that, I can say that on air. That's not one of those really nasty words uh, that's going on. Um, Anti-drag uh, stuff. We decided we're going to have and celebrate who we are and do I Am What I Am event on the 17th. It starts at 6 o'clock goes for four hours and we have a lot of surprises uh we have a joel gray kind of mc hopefully <laughs> to commemorate it with a lot of um and silent auction as well a lot of great prizes to bid on so it's a fundraiser silent auction but we have about four we'll have five drag entertainers is what we're slated for a dj and uh it will go on with a full bar food everything that you might expect from a pride group Fun things, and we're going to also try a new twist. We want to see if we can do a makeover of uh, one or two people from the audience and and turn an attendee uh, into a, a a starlet, <laughs> a starlet in drag. You know, you saw it here first. You know, maybe make a, a Dame Edna F. Etheridge out of someone in the crowd, or a, or a um, who was that other um, 
divine. Maybe we'll find a divine or a RuPaul in the crowd. Who knows? And and make a big transition. We'll have the before and after. So if that doesn't sound fun, I don't know what is. That's a full evening of frolicking around on the 17th of June. That is Pride Month. That's 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 what's going on. And then uh, I have a couple other announcements um, that I will get into. But I don't want to keep my guest waiting anymore. Um, and I and his his name is Tom Christ. Am I saying that right, Tom? Tom, are you there? <laughs> well, his image is froze up. I'm not sure what's going on. Tom Christ is. Um, is a co-founder of the Kindred Pride Foundation, One Magical Weekend. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe, Tom, you need to log back in. I'm not getting... Oops, you you, you dropped out. Anyway, he is our guest, and um, hopefully he'll be back here in just a second on uh, live on... That's what it happens when you do things live. Um, anyway, he's... Um, we're going to discuss what he has done as a co-founder of uh, which which is called uh, Red Shirt Pride Day, which started in Florida, and he's I think it's noon where he's at right now nine ten eleven three hour different yeah that would be I can add nine ten eleven twelve. So while he's getting back on, I'm going to announce there's another nonprofit here in town, and it's called the Pet Parade Chili Cookoff. How does how much fun does that sound? It's uh, sponsored by, um, well, it's Laguna Beach Animal. It, the, it is at uh, Neighborhood Congregational Church, which is 340 St. Anne's. This is, sounds like a lot of fun. Now, I think Pride Festival is a lot of fun, but this sounds a lot of fun, too. I mean, if you got a pet you want to take, and you like chili, uh, this is the thing to do. Laguna Beach Annual Shelter, uh Blue Bell Foundation for Cats. So if you like cats or dogs, it's it's beneficiaries, and it's from um, the uh, Laguna uh, Real Estate Charitable Assistance Fund is the one who's putting it on. It's also in June. It's on June 24th, and it's from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it's uh, at the Neighborhood Congregational Church, and it is um, Bring Your Pet, and, and it's a chili cook-off, and it's at the Neighborhood Congregational Church. So if you want to know more about it, you can um, go to lre-caf.com, lre-caf.com. And you have some time to plan for it, so you have no excuse. Uh, Suzanne Taylor is the contact, and um, it's, uh, it, you know... <laughs> I don't know that you want to bring your cat. Maybe not. But it benefits cats and dogs. So, And it's a pet parade and chili cook-off. Again, that's June 24th, and it's 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. What is the 24th? Is that a... Uh, I'm going to have to look at my calendar here. June, April, May, June 24th is a Saturday as well. So Pride Festival event is on the Saturday on the 17th, and then on the 24th is the pet parade at uh, at the neighborhood congregational church. If you want to know more about what's going on with um, the tickets are on sale for the pride event. Uh, if they're cheaper in advance, I'll say that right up front. They always are in advance, a little cheaper. Save yourself, I think, ten dollars, um, which is which is a good deal. So don't forget that. 
I hope I didn't lose Tom completely. <laughs> He's probably uh, struggling to get back in. So anyway, I do have a lineup of many things to, to talk about. That's been a busy, busy, busy week um, with news. Um, not all good, not all bad, just kind of right in the middle. And I'm kind of careful about going a little bit in both directions. Um, my friend Mario in, in L.A. sent me some news that I have to agree. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that for a second uh, while we wait for our guest, if he can get back in here. Um, about, what, three weeks ago now, um, there were three... Uh, I guess it was assembly people, assembly persons, <laughs> to be correct, in Tennessee that were before the state legislature. And in, during a recess, uh, because their microphones were being turned off and because they were not being allowed to speak, they got a megaphone in, in the chamber and spoke. <laughs> it was during recess. So the... Um, the Speaker of the House and the rest of the group there felt that it was unstatesmanlike, and they ousted them, kicked them out. I think they—I forget what the official word—but they were they were removed from their duties and expelled from the uh, Senate for the state. And so, when they do that, they're vac vacated their position. They they need to replace them. So, long story short, I'm sure you've seen it. It was two um, black black young men and one white woman uh, that were all up for ex being expelled. And of course, well, I shouldn't say of course, but the white woman was not, and the two black men were. Anyway, it's a big brouhaha. Well, they came back with a with a voice and a vengeance. I see Thomas back, and um, so um, when they did. Um, uh, they, their voice was much, much, much louder. Well, the same thing is kind of happening in um, Montana, in Helena, which is the state capital. I uh, <laughs> was a regional hotel manager and went to Helena many times. I had a property there. Tom, I'm going to finish my story here. Uh, so hang in there. You can chime in on it because it's an interesting story. Are you familiar with what's been going on in Tennessee Yes. Yes, with the uh, with the legis with the Senate there and the legislature. Well, a similar thing is going on in, uh, and I'd love to have company when I talk about these stories. So chime in anytime. Okay. Um, uh, in if you're not familiar with it, in Montana, uh, a transgender yeah, lawmaker. Yeah, lawmaker. Now she's facing a similar situation, and so she was speaking out because uh, in that. Uh, Senate, they were uh, introducing law to make it uh, to inhibit any kind of surgery, any kind of uh, medical help for. Uh, and I printed it out. Let's see. Um, yeah, well, I saw they expelled her from being on the House floor. Like how? <laughs> well, right, and and I'm I'm hoping. I guess I guess I always like to be the. It's, there's nothing wrong with it being. Uh, 
being the eternal optimist, is there, right? No, absolutely. We've, we've got to be. Otherwise, we'll all kill ourselves. <laughs> the Montana governor signs a bill banning transgender medical care for youths. Uh, and um, so it says transgender lawmaker is exiled as Montana GOP flexes a new power. So my hope and my optimism is that that she gets a louder voice than she had before as a result of that. And, and there's some focus like happened in Tennessee and that maybe this will provoke a whole younger generation to become more involved and engaged on the state level across the nation. Who knows, you know, uh, that's my optimism. And when things like that probably have been going on for years that have not gotten the spotlight, perhaps that, they deserve, you know, and the more we can put light where there is darkness. <laughs> yeah, I think that oh, hopefully the more attention we give it, you know, nationwide, because this is national attention, you know, the I think the better it is. So what is the old adage, you know, no publicity is bad publicity. So they're, they're just opening people's eyes to the situation that we have in this country right now. And, and, and so I don't think that is a bad thing at all. Yeah, I, I, I did not, uh, I don't know, I did not realize watching in Tennessee just how uh, deeply, um, I guess, and how severe the discrimination appears to be from what I, I've seen, you know, uh, uh and I, you know, you you have to take a lot of it with a grain of salt. But when you hear a preponderance of things, uh, you kind of kind of it sways you, you know, to to what's going on. I don't know. Well, that was a much ado about nothing in Tennessee. You know, to what three days later they're already back on the floor. So what was the point? I, I you know, yeah. to me, political capital. If you're going to use it, use it to its best effectiveness so in this case i mean i'm glad they didn't but yeah. the reality is is that you know well they got I mean, a, a much louder voice as a result of what what they absolutely. what they did well they were invited to the white house i mean come <laughs> on you know, so, i mean every news station in the country was covering it so if someone didn't know about it they found out about it yeah and, and that's not a bad thing so i should say tom uh christ is it christ or christ christ yes <laughs> is uh, a co-founder of the Kindred Pride Foundation. I want to know more about that. And the one magical weekend Tom has a deep passion for, providing a community-based services and support as a thought thought partner and advisor on nonprofit boards. I'm on a nonprofit. I'm on a couple of nonprofit boards. And boy, does yeah, it suck the life way. out of you. <laughs> yeah, someone's got to do the work, right? <laughs> You don't ever speak up about anything because you're the one that's going to have to do it. His passion for producing events and providing safe space for the LGBTQ plus community members and their allies has led to the creation of the Pride Cup. I want to know more about that. Uh, he's worked 25 years as an entrepreneur and leading and leader with a long record of success overseeing successful profitable businesses across uh, industries, including LGBTQ media, marketing, entertainment, and special events. Could you come to Laguna Beach and help us out here, please? <laughs> you know, my kids live in Irvine. So, well, no. I have a daughter that's in Irvine, and I have another daughter that actually just got engaged on Thursday night, <gasps> and they went to the trip. So, my kids 
you know, my daughters, they love RuPaul. Like they're addicts. And so really? her, her soon to be husband or future husband is took her to the Trixie hotel or motel in Palm Springs and they got engaged there. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So really, yeah. So it's really cool. So I'm, you know, it's so nice. And, and now they're involved in our business. So Caroline, my daughter who just got engaged runs the social media for the pride cup and kindred pride. And my other daughter, Lauren actually works on the production side of one magical weekend. So it's, it's, everything comes around so it's really cool well let's explain to the listeners if they've just tuned in and and what tom and how we got you on the how you arrived here on uh, kxfm 104.7 um i was through a, a mutual publicist but um tom you got involved in what you're doing right now is is the red shirt day can you explain to us what that's about because it's coming up during pride month and it's been around for how many years it's 32 32 so, and, years. How did it start? Yes. It started in 1991. So a group of friends met on a DOS chat chat room. If you DOS, will. I remember those days. <laughs> Dial up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so they met and there were about 40 of them and they decided they hadn't met face to face. And obviously, you know, we didn't have cameras, which malfunction sometimes, but, uh, they met in a, a DOS chat room and decided, hey, why don't we use our passes to go to Disney? It's the last week. And most of them are employees of Disney. And so they went Shocking. and met at the Magic Kingdom <laughs> on the first Saturday of June, which was the last day they could use their, their passes before the summer blackout. And so they met and they said, why don't we wear red shirts to identify one another? So for the young kids, right there, you know, you could send a picture to each other in, in seconds. And now back then that was not the case. So they wore red to identify each other. No rhyme or reason. No, you know, there was no, it was just a bright color that easy to identify. And so that quickly became a lightning rod um, for the millions of moms and the moral majority. So by 1993, you know, there were protesters out front. There were airplanes flying overhead saying gaze at Disney. And by 1994, the park sold out by 10 o'clock in the morning and there were tens of thousands of people <laughs> I love wearing it. red shirts. And so that, uh, yeah, no, it's just crazy. So that kind of um, tradition started and who would think in 2023 that now it's more important than ever that this first saturday in june which happens to be june 3rd yeah. that we're going to ask people around the world to one kick off the celebration of pride month so june is pride month um <clears throat> but number two you mentioned two states montana and tennessee but we're in florida and we are having tremendous you know, kind of uh, amounts of legislation passing that are that are just taking us backwards. And it's absolutely, yeah. it, it is mind-boggling. I mean, it's, it's hard to even explain. And so I think it's more important this year than ever that we, uh, we've, we've got a graphic and it's called Flock to Florida. So hashtag Flock to Florida and hashtag Red Shirt Pride Day or uh, RSPD. Um, and show your support, whether you come to Florida and stand with your other LGBT community and allies uh, 
you know, we'd love for you to come to Florida or you just wear a red shirt wherever you are and, you know, snap a picture, post it on your social and, and just, like I said, hashtag RSPD or hashtag and hashtag flock to Florida. So we have got to show, you know, the lawmakers in this country that we are not going backwards and we are not going to stand for this craziness. I don't, I just, it's, it's hard to believe I, I'm it's a celebration too, right? It's the kickoff of Pride Month. June is always a fun month. And so we want people to understand too that wearing a red shirt is also a celebration. And red is the top color on our flag and it celebrates life. And I think, you know, we want to celebrate life. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it, it harkens back to the days when Anita Bryant was running about and the Briggs initiative was going on. Harvey Milk was, was doing his thing. And when there was so much negativity, uh, against, uh, gays and it's that they're trying to bring that back and, uh, and, and it, it shades, shades of that, what was going on. I did discover an article this morning, uh, from the LGBTQ nation. It's a national publication. It says no more than half of LGBTQ plus parents in Florida are considering moving out of the state because of the laws that are going on there. Uh, yeah, it's it's tragic. I mean, it's tragic. But leaving is not the answer. Well, know? we need to support leaving. the mouse. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's more than Disney. Disney yeah. finally, you know, last year we we were going through the "Don't Say Gay" initiative, and and so that was a big thing that happened. And so we got through that. And I was thinking, oh, this year is going to be a great year. We'll just have a great celebration, and and now here we are embroiled in this legislation that's moving through the state. And so, um, it is concerning, but I think leaving is not the solution no. because. What are we going to do? What happens? So Florida, you know, interesting enough, we have the second largest LGBTQ population in the United States. And we also have the largest number of gay LGBTQ registered businesses in the United States. So people who have make their livelihood here, it's not easy for them to pick up and move. And so we need the community and our allies to come to florida and i'll just make an aside i was at miami beach pride two weeks ago and shangela was the closing performer and shangela stood on the stage and said look i am going to stand with you florida for as long as i can be here for as long as i can talk for as long as i have a voice for as long as i can do this lawfully i'm going to be here with you and supporting you and the community and I think that is that those are the words that resonate. She also said, if you have time to be here or you have time to be in the club, you have time to actually register to vote. And on Tuesdays in November, show up to the polls, show up to the ballot and cast your vote. That is your voice. So taking voices out of the conversation, you know, just weakens what's left behind and you know realistically i i understand parents are in a much yeah. graver situation than 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 you know adults but we've got to stand together we cannot um you know let this slip by we've got to draw the attention and we've got to say florida we are here and we are standing with you and not just florida i mean you know like you mentioned montana tennessee 
didn't uh, didn't your state attorney general uh, stand his ground with uh, some of the laws that he felt were unconstitutional, and then the governor uh, retaliated to uh, to remove him? So, uh, the, you know, we're and, at a point in time. The the governor of this state is actually. I don't want to get like, too riled up. I mean. No, no, no. He's going after Disney. Well, I'm sorry, but Disney is one of the largest corporations in the world, quite yep. frankly. And I think if you're going to have a, um, I don't know if I can say it on air, So, but if you're going to have a contest to see who can go farther, um, <laughs> they've got the best legal talent. They've got the, lots of money standing behind them. So he is, he's, I think he's caught now. And um, he wants to, you know, have this platform. If he's going to run for president, he wants to be the most conservative, the most whatever it is that he thinks he's going to be. But the reality is, is that he's going to have a reality check from Disney on that front um, with what's going on with them, which is completely unrelated to the legislation. But I think we as a community, um, you know, need to be ready. So if these laws pass, we go right, you know, at, to the court and say, these are unconstitutional. We're not going to allow these things to happen. And so, um, you know, but I, I know, Dwayne, you but know aside from whoever has the bigger guns, I would like to think that it falls what is actually right. You know, what is the ethical thing, you know, and uh, which uh, I would like to think that's what prevails. And I think that what the behavior I see, um, in my opinion, and they told me at the station I'm entitled to have my opinions here, which is remarkable. They do put play a disclaimer before my show every day, but <laughs> not necessarily the opinion of everyone. But but it, it what the behavior there uh, uh, is very unbecoming of what a leader should be and and being honorable and fair, and to use government as as a uh, threat and and uh, the power of that position elected position to threaten businesses or individuals is for uh, their ideology ideology is not what their oath is is not what their responsibility is and it's besides being unethical to me it ought to be criminal but i don't know the legality well, it's of it so hypocritical you know that as a parent, yes <laughs> i don't want the governor to tell me what to do that's absolutely he wants you know, they want to stand and have the rights that they want, but they, you know, you can't tell parents what to do. I'm sorry, that is not going to fly, and that is wrong, and it goes against everything that they're promoting with guns and any other kind of thing that they want mm -hmm. to think that is right or that is a right um, you know, they want less government or less this, but I'm sorry, you're giving us more, more government. You're not going to tell us what to do in the four walls that we live within. You know, that is just, that's yeah, <laughs> including abortion. Yeah. Right. So it's so counterintuitive to everything. So, you know, I, I as we sit here and talk, Craig, I was thinking we started in 2009 with one event at Disney. We opened, we did a party at Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. I had never been to anything like this. Obviously, <laughs> I was married before. I have kids. Um, I lived in California for a number of years. 
And so my my partner Billy Looper said, "Do you want to do this party at Disney?" I was like, "Sure, let's let's uh, I'll happily help you. I don't know what it is, but I'll be happy to help." And we kind of got started on this journey. And through this journey in 2011 or 12, I can't remember which year it was, you know, they repealed don't ask, don't ask, don't tell. And I think we were like, oh, we're moving in the right direction. In 2015 with DOMA, um, the Defense of Marriage Act, you know, I think maybe we sat back on our laurels and said, we've arrived. And, you know, mm-hmm. here we are. Um just going backwards and I, I so it's just very incredible to think that this is happening today in 2023 when there are so many other things happening in the world that need our attention yeah. and concern and we're we're thinking about you know uh, people's rights as parents as individuals um and we're infringing on those rights and that is not going to stand so mm-hmm. um we have to stand with one another and support one another and and keep moving the you know the, the ball forward i don't want to play dirty i just want to play fair and that's what I, I i believe in is just fairness for all fairness for all of us to have a platform to stand on um i, I don't necessarily need to be on the radio or television we have to show up we have to show up for each other yes Absolutely, I can't agree with you more, Tom. I, I, I thank you. For, I, you could you could go on all afternoon, as far as I'm concerned. Right? Yeah. But, no. But, so look, we're. I'm happy to be here, Craig, with you, and and have a platform to be able to have my voice amplified and to reach out to more people, and and shed some light. So yeah. in the state of Florida, the dangers are the laws that are 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 happening. But it is safe to travel here. You know, I've reached out to both the. We're in Orange County, Orlando, Florida, and you know there aren't increased incidences of of crime against LGBT community members. And this community is a huge support. Ever since yeah. 2016 with the Pulse tragedy, this community has changed. You know, we came together. You know, not just our community, but the world, and moved behind us. So I'm hoping that somehow, in this, you know troubled time that we're in that we will come together and move and and move in a direction that that you know once again unites us instead of all this derision and division yeah i went to a, a tampa pride there uh, one year and i i it's a few years ago but it was everyone was it was every bit as crazy and fun as as any pride i'd ever been to and uh, and progressive and yeah right so i well, there's a whole conversation there too. I mean, we could stay on the radio all day. You know, <laughs> ten years ago, the the um, city or the the county administrators they voted not to hold any events such as Pride. So the, it was banned. It was outlawed. Where? In Tampa. Oh, in Tampa. In Tampa, in Hillsborough County. Oh and wow! So not until several. You know, I think I want to say it's like around 2012 or 13. They had their first Pride again. Then again, so I mean, is yeah. So we overcame that. These laws are much more serious. Don't think I'm not trying yeah. to. You know, I'm not trying to whitewash. And I'm sorry. I'm in Fort Lauderdale right now, and it's the Air and Sea Show. And so, if you hear any airplanes overhead, that's oh, kind of okay. Going on, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. I uh, I think um, I guess my hope is well. There's a couple things I think going on in the world uh, that 
I'm I'm going to interject. That's maybe a more perspective on why the young there's this young audience out there that wants to see things change and um, be, become more involved. I think one thing that uh, there's a frustration with is that youth growing up now, um, education is very expensive. And for them to, to get that education, it's it's been so upside down that from what it was, I remember going to college, I could go to any state university and the tuition was like $1,500, you know. Uh, if you're from out of state, you paid a little bit more. Uh, but this 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 was like Stanford or any of the major universities. You know, it was it was cheap, and uh, community colleges were free. and And now to go to any of them, it, it's you know thirty forty thousand dollars. It depends what university you want to go to. And but there's all these financing options. But I, I, let me cut to the chase. So education's become loan sharks out there with uh, and and it's the it's been turned upside down and money the money that uh, was spent there's been being spent on other things and not on the college and education that it was years ago and now housing in particularly in california that's the number one horrible thing that's here and and uh, the average ca- cost of a new house is over $300,000 now in in california so you're out of college and and you want to buy a house a, a car We've been sold this uh, marketing, you know, marketing, you know, everyone should have a SUV, you know, and even GM, they abandoned the Bolt. Uh, Mary Barra said that we don't need the Bolt. Uh, and it was a lot of problematic. They have a lot of issues with it, but they so they need to come up with a new product. So that's part of it. But the other part of it is the SUVs are much more profitable and so you, you should have an SUV to go with that $300,000 house. That's another $80,000 now. So where are all these kids, what are they doing? They're living with their parents because they can't afford it. They're living with extra roommates. They're living in garages or attics or wherever wherever they can find a space is where they're living because it's so dang, and the, and the homelessness and the number of people that, with kids and families that can't afford those Three thousand dollar a month apartments, which are barely, it's it's the whole thing's upside down. So what is happening? There is this very strong interest in tiny homes, and I think it's a huge market that that will come about. And I think that the affordable electric car, which I hope that Tesla gets that done, where that there is a affordable electric car under twenty thousand dollars, is is a new market. Both those things, I think, if you could get in. And with technology and get a tiny home and a $20,000 car, there people would line up around the block to get those things. And I think uh, that's a whole new direction. And, and so there's, I think there's a generation that's fed up with all this stuff. The, everything's so damn expensive. No one wants a McMansion like they used to. Like they're like everyone, they want to travel. They want to go, they want to experience things. They want to go, uh, you know, they want to go to whitewater rafting in Chile. You know, they want to go skiing in Japan. Uh, they want to uh, experience things around the world. And I think that's a healthy, good thing. And They don't want to invest their whole life in a $300,000 home in an expensive car and call it living. You know, I, I think that's that's my spin on it again. And I hope, I hope I'm right because I think that's a healthy thing. So to do that, they're becoming more involved with... Um, trying to fix 
state level legislature and and give them a chance um hopefully anyway. yeah well we have to get the youth involved in these votes that occurred you know back last month i think in in uh wisconsin especially um you know they in madison i want to say they had like an 88 percent of the turnout was college-aged kids so yeah kids need to understand i i know it gets frustrating so we're kind of veering away i'll just quickly say that it's frustrating but if you believe that you cannot make a difference if you believe that your voice can't be heard then it's not going to be and so like shangela said we have to get people to vote Mm -hmm. That is how our voice is heard. And we cannot give up. We have to continue to... It's almost the last defense. I don't like that word, but we have to continue to move forward. And we have to hold our friends accountable. So we have to tell our friends, like she said, if you can go out to the club or to dinner or wherever it is that you're going to be involved then you can you can you have the time to be able to vote and so you touch on a lot of subjects education and you know there are so many things that are more important so my point of of what you talked about was that there are so many more important things that we can be discussing rather than you know whether a drag queen is performing and there's a child there you know i mean come on yeah like i just it's just, it's, it's outrageous, and it seems a, a waste of our time and energy to be trying to reverse things that just aren't harming people. And so, if something is harming people, then I'm all for looking into it, figuring out, and and moving forward. But yeah. you know, for us to just spend a lot of time um, um, wasting yeah, wasting time energy when education is so critically important, and especially after two years of COVID lockdowns. You know, these poor kids, um, you know, they need the best education possible. And we need to focus our attention on that and, you know, stop all this bloating. You talked about college, you know, there's so much like the administration. It's so expensive for all of it, you know, so I think there's a million things. So if I can focus on something important, so the first weekend in June (laughs) in Orlando, we throw a huge party. And um, so we have an event called One Magical Weekend, and it is, you know, a Friday, June 2nd through Monday, June 5th. And we have 16 DJs from around the world that come and, and play music. Um, we have great entertainers. We have a couple of RuPaul drag queens that will be there that weekend. We've got a DJ from Ireland, Shane Cod, which we're kind of rolling into something new, which is EDM music. You know, you mentioned the younger generation. Yeah. The younger generation is different. And so we're we're trying to add and, and change things up. It's a great weekend. We have a host hotel. We have pool parties every day. We have nighttime events. We bring out Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park on Friday. It's a private event. 6,000 people are there running around in their Speedos. The water rides are open. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, this Saturday is Fort Lauderdale? Night. No, this is in Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, in Orlando, yeah. And uh, so we have, uh, we're at House of Blues on Saturday night. 
we celebrate red all day Saturday. So that that party is called red. And the, this year's theme is Roundup. So it's a country and Western theme. I love that. Uh, the music will not be country and Western, much to my chagrin, but not the audience. <laughs> and then Sunday night, we do a party called Wig, which does have drag queens at it. And oh, we celebrate. I hope there's no children color. around. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's. 18 and over for the those events. And then we do after hours, which are 21 and over. And so the after hours are from, you know, all three nights. And then we also, this year, we added a new event called Bear Jamboree. So we offer events for the bear community. So, we, and the pup and, you know, the leather, a, a whole, just a whole different community. Wow. And so, um, but we all get together Friday night at, at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. The bears are there too. Everyone. So we had a tagline about six years ago called everybody welcome. Oh, so I like everybody that. is welcome. And we want to encourage everyone to come and have a great time. Celebrate pride this year. You know, like I mentioned before, wearing a red shirt has a lot more meaning you know, coming and supporting Florida and the economy and having a great time. There is nothing wrong with that. And then we also have a nonprofit. It is called the Kindred Pride Foundation. It was, you know, kind of. So what this world is lacking in many cases, you turn on the news is kindness. Right? Oh, I, I, agree. Mean, I agree. You know, like that. Sure. We want to celebrate diversity and equality and equity and inclusion. But we also celebrate kindness and the name Kindred, kind and red, right? It was Red Shirt Pride Day, and we want to celebrate kindness. Mm -hmm. I encourage every person, I don't care what stripe you are, just be kind. Take a, Even if it's just for 10 minutes, yeah. just try I, and be I, a little nice. Tom, I usually say that every day on the, on the program. Give someone a smile, a nod, a pat on the back, you know, uh, they got some new shoes. Compliment them. Say something nice. Be kind. It, uh, you know, I, you know, it I doesn't agree. cost anything to no, be nice, right? No. It doesn't cost anything to hold the door mm -hmm. open or just be a little more patient with someone. And uh, so that's the Kindred Pride Foundation. Red Shirt Pride Day is one of our initiatives. So Saturday, June 3rd, wear a red shirt. I don't care where you are. If you come to Florida, we'd love to have you. If you don't, Wear a red shirt wherever you are, snap a picture, use the hashtags RSPD and hashtag flock to Florida um, in support of Red Shirt Pride Day. And then we have something you mentioned it before, the Kindred, uh, the Pride Cup, which is I'm at a park right now getting ready to go out and yeah. promote a kickball. It's a the kickball league here in Fort Lauderdale. But we are hosting six sports um, and we have got uh, pickleball and golf. Uh, wow. kickball, beach volleyball, a walk and run through one pulse. They do the 4.9 kilometer walk run and in honor of the 49 angels we lost at pulse. And so it's wow. going to be a great sporting event. Uh, we're at a great venue. That's about two miles from the hotel. So it's easy to get to. And uh, we've got people traveling from across the country that are going to participate. And we just invite everyone to come. And for more information, you can go to the pridecup.com. You can go to onemagicalweekend.com. Or you can go to Orlando Bear Pride. You can find out about all of these different events we have. We welcome everyone. Like I said, it's going to be a great weekend. I think Florida, we need you. We need your support. 
and uh, we welcome you with open arms. Well, it is a battleground for the nation, I think, on a lot of gay issues, obviously, because it's being uh, it's being mucked up there a lot with what's going on. Well, it's home to two very loud voices, right? So, yeah, and those voices are are yelling at each other right now too. So, if they can keep focused on themselves and leave us out of it, that would be even better. But you know, we've got <laughs> one in Palm Beach and one in Tallahassee, and they're both, you know, let them tear each other apart. We're happy just to kind of do our own thing and and you know, spread kindness and 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 spread. You know, the word that we are just we're just like anyone else. We just want to live in peace and we want to celebrate life. And like you said, you know, this next generation, they want to travel. They want to experience. They want to, you know, share those experiences through social media. And, and so the world is changing. And, we, you know, yeah. I'm an older guy and we, we got to adapt and change with it. Yeah. I always say the certainty of change brings a certainty of opportunity and because uh, the it will things will change it's the person that i guess locks down doesn't want to change i think one thing i would love to see is that uh this is kind of an odd note but that election day is a, a national holiday what's wrong with that I, it makes I more there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and and, that is, and same day registration why you can go get your driver's license on the same day you can go get a, a fishing license you can everything on the same day what's why can't you register on the same day and why can't you vote at college campuses or or in or have uh in large uh, senior facilities have um you know polling you know no i'm I with know. you i you should, know, there, there, there are a be. lot of there are a lot of simple fixes to things that i believe that you know we just we try and complicate and it's yeah. not one side or the other i think some of it is the fear that we they use to keep everyone in unrest. And that is, I don't want, you know, as I get older, that is the last thing I want. I want life to be easier. Yeah, me too. More I thought we were the way it was supposed to be. You get older and everything's <laughs> all settled and easy and you're kind of at peace with the world. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, I'm so glad to hear that uh, the, the uh, LGBTQ community is is. Uh, has some angst but they're alive and well in florida i had no idea that <laughs> there's such a a strong group there and there's so many people uh i guess on the bandwagon so to speak or uh, absolutely absolutely so yeah we encourage everyone to come and 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 we ever since 2016 in pulse we have security in place i mean you know we are very <laughs> conscious of of the world and what's surrounding us so we are we're yeah. as careful as we can be to make sure that our guests are safe we have security officers we have off-duty police officers there not and they're there to ensure that it's safe not to bother anyone or harass mm -hmm. people or you know they they're there just to make sure that we are safe and in addition to that you know we have we do bag checks we use uh the you know those wands that you know check for any metal and not that anyone's yeah. bringing it you know we just want people to be safe so i want to make sure that people understand that if you do come to florida it is safe um and and you'll have a great time so tom more on a personal note you how long have you been involved and in, so involved with the community and doing what you do so you know i came out a little bit later because i was married and yeah. uh so i since 2009, 
Yeah. Um, we started and now I'm much more active just because we started the nonprofit in 2018 and, um, you know, wanted to introduce the sporting component. Who knew that we could have all these other avenues? Oh, that sounds really pride. interesting. And I know for, I'm president of Laguna Beach Pride here and we're, we started in tw the end of 2018 with our nonprofit and we need, we need so much help. We need so to do and sporting that when you mentioned the cup. That's uh, we we need to do volleyball. We try to do hiking and bicycling and things like that. But we need to be so much more than we are right now. I feel. Um, yeah, I think you know you gotta just take you know. I mean, for us, we try. It's sometimes we bite off more than we can chew. But I like things <laughs> to be successful. I want people to come. I want the customer service experience to be exceptional. I want people at the end of the weekend to say, "I can't wait to go back." Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've created that kind of culture surrounding our events. So, um, you know, I think that's really important. And then adding something new. So every year, just trying to add not legislation, not all this craziness from the government, you know, all these laws, but adding new things that, that just elevate the experience for the guests so that they can have more fun and, um, you know, yeah. yeah. If we need a cause, last year we did a diversity in sports summit. We had eight professional and collegiate athletes on a panel just talking about their experience and coming out. I mean, there's so many different things you can do. And I, I would love to talk to you offline, Craig, about how, you know, we might be able to help. I have a daughter that lives there and she's really active. My <laughs> one daughter is a social worker and my other one works for a nonprofit. Wow. So, you talk about the new generation, our generation, I'm a product of the eighties. So everything yeah. was me, 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 and I want more. And so today it is a little different. So I, yeah. and I love, it, you know, I, um, so it's very cool. I have just about five minutes left in my show. This hour has gone by so fast. I'm so, I'm so glad I, um, if you've just tuned in, this is Craig on KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio. I have a fabulous guest here, and I mean that in every sense of the word here. Tom Christ of from, uh, are you in Orlando now? I'm in Fort Lauderdale right now, but I live in Orlando, yes, and our events are in Orlando. And you've um, been a Californian for a number of years, right? I lived in, I went to college in San Diego. Oh, wow. I uh, lived up in Northern California for a number of years. I moved to Florida. And, so I've lived in Florida now longer than I've lived anywhere. I grew up in Texas, went to California, and now I've been in Florida for 20 some odd years. Well, so, um, but it's all great places, all yeah. sunny places. My dermatologist loves me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think, you know, I, I'm happy to be here, happy to have a platform to share and talk with yeah. other people. And, you know, whatever I can do to help you. and That would be wonderful. I, your Laguna Beach pride, is that right? Yeah, Laguna Beach. It's I mean, Laguna Beach is on the map as a, as a great place. Oh, and it's an it has, awesome place. I love it there. Yeah, yeah it's it has a, And it has a real history uh, uh, of, of diversity. And, and, and um, it, it's, it's changed a lot. And I, I've been, I ran a gay bar here for a while. Uh, and I was actually, when Pulse happened, I was running the bar here and and uh you know it affected us a lot too um it was sure. a real, a real traumatic yeah, yeah. So, but well, um so i i have a a sensitivity to all that i suppose but yeah i'm looking down checking out my battery so i'm i'm in my car oh oh no <laughs> well sure it looks I good a, I, I already <laughs> crashed down once so I, want to crash again. I want to have a nice 
exit from the day's show. Well, instead of just fading to black. Is there any anyone you want to shout out to? That this will be in a podcast. It'll be on the on the uh, station. I will. Um, I don't think I have your email, but uh, if you uh, want to reach out to me, uh, I can um, get you the link to the I've podcast. Con- I'll, I think Mona, I, I'll yeah. connect for you. But I absolutely will. Let's stay in touch, and I'll be out in California in over the summer. Okay, and so I'd love to connect. Yeah, that'd yeah, be that'd be awesome. great. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear more about. My girls have gone to Laguna Beach Pride, so um, oh, they love it. Yeah, my <laughs> girls are gayer than I am. I mean, give me a break. They love this stuff. So I think it's well, more than a beach. chip off the old block. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. So staying active. I mean, I want Lauren to get involved with the your committees because she's uh, she is a go getter. So. Oh wow! Well, we need and the shout help. Out, I invite all your listeners to you know join in our mission of getting okay. a million people to wear a red shirt on saturday june 3rd um and come to florida if you have the means and the ability yeah we'd love to have you come so um, thank you so much tom sure and right? i'll, I'll yeah, keep at t- on my program every week i'll keep at at it and see if we can't rouse up as many people as we can so, I love it. Again, Thank thanks so for much. being here. I hope you're oh, my pleasure. <laughs> have a great uh, activities today with your cup. <laughs> All right. We'll do. Okay, All right. Craig, KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you here again next week. Signing off. And Ida May is here, or at least her entourage is here. And uh, signing off with, for Tom, Chris, and Craig Cooley. Thanks. I'm afraid. touch you inspire feel the change in me tonight so take me up take me higher there's only